So, welcome. This is another episode of the Waiting for Death podcast. I have John Fox here. Uh, John Fox is a comedian. He is a buddy of mine. We've been friends for a long time now. And uh, yeah, uh, he's he, he, he's a mensch. He's a good guy. He uh, Have you drinking yet today? He, I love weed. He loves booze. Yeah, I have not had a drink yet today. No, so. no, no drinking yet today. Um, I, I've smoked weed today, um, but, uh, uh, but you, no booze yet. No booze no. yet. I mean, if we lived in Europe, then that would be classy if you had booze with breakfast because you're allowed to do that there and nobody cares. Oh, yeah. Okay. Europe is a, a booze with breakfast culture. It, yeah. And like you do that here and everyone's like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's always the thing. Yeah. No, you're, uh, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I tend, I don't, I rarely drink. Rarely. Yeah. Rarely. I have to be at like a wedding or something um, in order for me to drink. I have to, because yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't, do you get hungover or you just don't? Because it's uh, just, it depends it's just on the you. night, really, for me. Okay, got it. No, that's fair. That's fair, right? If you drink every day, if you have like three, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I mean, I started blacking out less when I started smoking cigarettes again, which it really is a bad combo. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... Uh, um, now, now, is, is your family big drinkers? or So you got the jeans for it? Or yeah, no? definitely. Like, okay. um, Yeah, like my cousin was a, big drink, was a big drinker. And I think after he passed away, my uncle, he just... Like he was a booze bag for years and quit before he turned sixty. Oh wow! Okay, so that's Fair good enough. on him though. He quit over a year ago at this over almost two years now. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it for forever. But you are young. God bless you. God bless the time you have that you're doing this. And uh, and uh, I hope I hope you quit long before liver cirrhosis yeah that's what, right yeah that's, that's no that's a fair thing to say yeah, it's right? like yeah, uh, yeah. you just gotta quit like before one, that if no, you quit before I, that you're like oh, I, yeah. I missed it. i do I know i'm point. like at like one point it's like okay maybe i should stop like that's always a question yeah, i yeah, constantly yeah. have yeah and then you just have to um i used to drink a lot and now i don't uh drink at all for the most part and um i try not to at least and uh, every once in a while i'll have like a, a week where like i'm like i deserve to drink and i'll drink like twice in that week for no reason and then i'll just be like oh no this isn't me and i'll just stop um but uh uh, yeah, it's like, uh, you know what it is, man? I used to smoke cigarettes and then I quit and then every once in a while I'd have a cigarette and I'd find myself like smoking for like two days and, uh, booze is like the same thing in that way. Um, you got to quit a million times before you quit. Um, but, uh, man, for the most part, dude, I, I get drunk like uh, a handful of times a year now, man. Um, and, uh, thank God, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know sometimes when I God. drink, I'm like, uh, okay, if I die, I die. But then sometimes yeah. when I smoke weed, I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I love the weed, man. The weed I, I have, I have, um, uh, I have chronic pain, man, chronic spinal pain, dude, swear to God. Um, uh, real bad degenerative disc disease, man. Um, all through my neck and, um, and back. And so, man. The weed doesn't heal it, but it distracts my mind a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. I bet. Nice. I bet at like yeah. some point, like because like I know you can tr use it for some diseases. So, yeah, I mean, if it helps, it helps. Yeah, I definitely think, too, uh, edibles um, help me with uh, 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 inflammation. Whatever is in the um, the THC definitely loosens up my neck um, and definitely loosens up my spine. And so. 
Uh, yeah, man. Maybe I, if I ever get a ton of money, I'll uh, get a CBD um, regimen going, I guess. But anyway, we are here to talk about the seven great questions. And these are the seven great questions. Um, and uh, uh, and uh, just take your time with the answers. We can edit out any dead spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but so take so take your time with the answers. But yeah, uh, let's dive right in. Let's dive. Right All right, in. let's yeah. do this. So, question number one: uh, Do you believe in God? And if yes, what is that? I mean, I did when I was a kid because you know I grew up Catholic and I grew up in a very Catholic neighborhood, so it kind of just gets like entrenched in you, and you go and that's like what put like you go to church at a young age and you start believing that. And then I kind of, I'm like in a phase where I'm like, I don't even know anymore. So it's like, who can really tell? And like, I even had, like, I know that like when I went to high school, like all my, and I went to Catholic high school, like all my religion teachers, they'll just tell us, you know, these are just stories and you're just like, and th- and then it, ki- it kind of just toyed with my head a little bit. Yeah. Cause it's like a, you, it, you grew up believing, but then you're telling me this is just stories and it's like okay. uh there's no like it's hard to say because I think there's it's hard there's no separation from believing or fact because so, even if you believe some people take it as a fact you know what I mean so you grew up Christian but then these teachers kind of planted this seed that Christianity is just stories and so because of that you question the existence of God altogether yeah a little bit because mm-hmm. like um I, I've just felt like after a while, like the older I got, I felt like the more controlling it had over my life because some people right. use it to uh, like as a guidestone for them, which I have no problem with. But for me, I just felt like it had I like I had no control over my life right. with religion. Like I just felt like it's like, oh, I have to follow like these rules. But it's like uh, at the in, at the same time, I'm the one in control of my own life. Yeah. Yeah. So you felt it was definitely overreach past um, uh, just kind of human decency. Yes, in general. I yeah, yeah I, that I totally believe. Okay, and I and like I I think I also remember like uh, so definitely organized religion you're not into. Um, yeah, not anymore. Not anymore at all. And so now you just float in this kind of realm of maybe God's real. You, you're not sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I do remember like That's this fair. one time in like eighth grade. Remember, it was like fifteen years ago, and um, there was like these archaeo- like they think they found the tomb of Jesus. Do you okay. remember that? Uh, no, but uh... yeah, and um, it, it was like saying like so it kind of like questioned like literally everything that happened in the gospel, and then you found out like a week later, even though like. People in my school, like teachers in my school and priests, they were just all talking about this, like, oh, I think this is ridiculous, but let's see where it goes. And then it ended up like in that whole gravesite, there were like 12 other guys named Jesus. (laughs) It's like, dude, you just duck up a guy named Jesus and thought it was Jesus. I thought I still find that funny to this day, 15 years later. That's funny if it was like they like they found it in in Mexico. You yeah, know, they exactly. found Jesus' tomb in Mexico, and you're like, and then it's just all, uh, uh, it's like a, a a mass grave where a bunch of uh, drug cartel dudes got murdered <laughs> exactly. or something, and they were all named Jesus. Yeah, and they were um, all named Jesus. Several bodies. It's there. the Jesus. Sounds gang. like a mass grave uh, situation. That's not good, no matter where it is. Um, yeah. No matter where. Uh, 
Um, and uh, apparently in this story, it happened in the Middle East. I didn't know that Jesus was like a common name back then because he's like the only guy in the book named Jesus. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? I, exactly, I, I, I yeah. always just thought that like he, that was part of what sold him is that he just happened to be the only dude with that name. Yeah, I d- um, think when they dug up that tomb, it was like uh, it definitely was an yeah. overreach when you found out the yeah. actual truth. And That's it's still, wild. Yeah. It's still funny to me it's to like this a, day. It's just an I am Spartacus situation, and they're all they're all Jesus. Okay, um, cool. Uh, I feel I feel we did that question. I feel we did that question justice. Question number two: um, Do you believe in the devil? And if yes, what is that? Yes, I do believe in the devil. His, it comes in the form of Tom Brady. No, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Okay. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> now, nah, but um, now nah, I but it, I think it goes in the same direction as the God one because it's like if there's no God, then there's probably no devil. Okay. But um, not but like I think but now you think about it like um, it I, maybe it's probably just like how you see it. It's like even though it kind of goes along the whole false idols thing or something, but like, uh, it's like seeing something in like your image. You know what I mean? Got it. It's like, it's like, uh, when you, when you see like a person that's like been tortured in your whole life, it's like, Oh, that person's the devil. And then, or like, um, you're, or like you look at your buddy and you're like, you're a fucking God. (laughs) So maybe it's like, I do think it comes along, like along those lines where it's like, Oh, it's a bit of an overreach, but like, maybe it is kind of like an image thing. So it's the personification of emotion. You yeah, that I that I do agree with. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Sure, might be, might be. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, what happens after you die? Oh, uh, man, that's something I really don't like to think about that much because, okay. like, uh, because, like, um, the thing is, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I really hope it's nothing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I not hope it's nothing. Like, I hope it's not not nothing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you want something to happen after yeah, you die, because yeah. like, if it's nothing, then like, is everything just gonna be like pitch black for the rest of your for the rest of eternity? Got it. Like, yeah. that's not a thought that I like to ha- like. It's not a thought that I ha- like to keep in my head. Fair enough. But like, if there is like a he- like a heaven or a hell, then once you get there and you're like, oh shit, they were right the entire time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like you kind of, it's kind of like along those lines of like, oh, it's like, uh, oh, sh- like, like a faithful person going, oh shit, I was wrong, or a person who wasn't faithful, like who didn't have like faith, but then he goes up to like ha- gets judged at heaven or hell, and um. Then he's going, oh shit, I'm wrong. So I don't, yeah, it's it's not a pleasant thought for anybody in anyone's mind. The way I the way I see it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a a thought that uh, makes me scared too. Um. I hope. I hope I'm on the right side of history. What if the white so. people got seventy two virgins? <laughs> uh, I hope I'm on the other side. I hope I'm on the uh, the right side of history, man, and not the wrong side. Um, I think that's a little, literally everyone, though. You yeah, always want to exactly, be on the right side. Right. Yeah, and so uh, I, I don't know. I definitely, I, 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 I think what I like about your answer is that you, you, you seem to have a, a, a fear of heaven and hell, and, um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's. 
I don't know. I don't know if that's a good. I don't know. If, do you think that's healthy or not? Or it probably isn't, because okay. um, because you, you're just going out your entire life scared and you don't know what to do, and then the next thing you know, you're probably not living the life the way you want it to. Yeah, fair enough. Because it's like you say, it is a fear, but yet at the same time, you're also living your life within that fear. You know what I often think about? It's kind of like a sports mentality. Follow me on this one. It's like a win-lose game, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are winners and there are losers. So it's kind of like a, like a sports mentality. Um, um, they kind of, uh, kind of, yeah, turned all of existence into like this lifelong sport. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, if that's a, 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 the correct model for existence. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think there's two ways to play life. You know, you play to play and you play to win um and uh so i don't know i kind of think uh i'm more of the buddhist play to play i'm not really a sports guy myself um or the zen sort of i don't know if it's buddhist Taoist, the, the eastern philosophy of play to play not play to win um or i guess you kind of play against yourself maybe would be a good way of putting it yeah when you play to play um but yeah, yeah, it definitely does turn it into like this like winners and losers game, which I'm very I'm very suspect of that myself. I really am because I don't know if that's uh, if that's a good model for the universe. It probably yeah, it probably is. I do agree with you about that. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good paradigm for existence, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever experienced the miraculous or the supernatural? The miraculous or the supernatural? I don't think I have, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Right, yeah. You've never had anything? Aliens, ghosts? No, no, I never. you know, getting cured of cancer one day out of nowhere? Not that I know of, no. After doing some retreat? No, right, fair enough. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that before in my life. No. Right. That, 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 it's a fine answer. You know? Yeah. It is what it is. Do you believe in love? And if yes, what is that? And if no, why not? I mean, um, it's kind of hard to say for me. Because okay. uh, when it comes to love, I'm a bit of a skeptic myself, and I have a hard time accepting it. Okay. Because, like, I'm just, I'm normally negative and guarded, but uh, I think in this day and age, it's kind of hard to believe in what the concept of love really is. Got it. Because, you know, like, we've got, like, and I, you can give me shit for saying this, but, like, with, like, all these different sexualities, and then you got, like, poly people out there it's like it kind of just like threw up what i what i know love is to um like a whole different meaning of it okay because it's like uh and it kind of just makes me think like is love still a thing or is it just gonna evolve into something so more outrageous that i can't even understand okay, okay. it's kind of like what um Jim Jeffries said about like uh, millennials in one of his specials and how like uh, the older generation just doesn't like millennials. And it's because um, it, it was kind of along the line of like millennials think that they're better than the generation before them. But also like one time goes on that um, mo- like millennials are going to hate the generation younger than them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's kind of what happens. Yeah. And so you think uh, love is a very relative idea is what you're getting at. Yeah, it's a, I think it's for me right now, it's just an idea. 
it's a very and it's a very relative idea that yeah. can kind and of morph and change. And I would agree with that. I think I think words are ideas, and so I think um, it's more of a concept than anything yeah. else in that way. And I think it's very, but, um, I think it, I think it's very abstract to me, and in a lot of ways. So I don't think you're you're necessarily wrong on that. And it can um, be a little vague. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's, it's one of these ideas. Seltzer uh, here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Love is one of these ideas for me, man. That I. That I definitely, um, uh, it, it's it's a word that people throw around a lot, and because of that, I'm always, I understand its meaning, but also, like we just said, it can be very vague. Yeah, it can be applied in a lot of different ways, and so therefore, it's this uh, this broad concept of of I feel joy over despair. Yeah, now that I totally agree with. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I love these talks, man. Isn't this interesting? It's a great game. Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. All right. Uh, is there anyone you hate? Uh, you don't have to say the person's name because is there anyone you hate? Oh, I've definitely have felt hate in my life Fair so enough. many times. Okay. Like, uh, there's some like because. It like some at sometimes it's at women that like I've dated or like just tried to date because I have because I get angry very easily. I t- okay. like I don't show that a lot, but I get ticked off very easily. Got it. It's like and it, it really isn't because like most of the time I'm just pushing it down and that's not a healthy thing. Fair enough. It really isn't. But I've definitely have felt hate like most of my life and like and. I like what I've been doing mostly in therapy is like just trying to like uh, get get myself to a place to forgive. Okay. But there's sometimes I think to myself, did I really forgive them? Because I'm still pretty angry at times. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I know I forgave, but did I mean it? Like even I don't even know. Okay. But uh, a lot of the people that like I grew up hating, like. I don't really even talk to them anymore, so it's kind of like uh, I'm same way. Yeah, yeah. it's like um, it like thoughts about them just pop up in my head every once in a while. But after after a while, but like other than that, they're out of my life. I don't really think about need to think about them anymore. Yeah, I try to not think about the people I hate, but uh, but yeah, man, I definitely uh, you know, you get you your 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 uh, I guess the word is haunted by your entire existence. You know. Yeah, it's a, it's a different. It's like it's a kind of trauma. Yeah, it, it definitely is. It definitely is. The people that you hate um, uh, are kind of in the in the back of your head, and um, so there's this trauma um, from them. This continuous trauma, um, sort of. Yeah, your your anger haunts you in a weird way. Yeah, anger towards them. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. Um. Yeah, wow. Look at us. Now, last question. What is enough for you? What would be enough? Like, what would be, where would you be like, ah, this is enough? Hmm. I mean, there's, yeah, because, you know, there's always like so many things you can do throughout your life, but you probably can't do all of it. I mean, I think what I would like to do. I would like, you know, just 
I think if I could do stand up full time, that would be great. Okay. Although, like, I don't think I've ever been like funny or good enough to do that yet. But I've been funny enough to stay around for as long as I have. Because oh. remember, back the, back when I met you, you had the beer gut, not me. Oh, <laughs> it's true. true. It's I. True. It's true. If you're watching this, I gained his beer gut. Yes, yes. <laughs> I will true. quote that in the camera. That's true. But I definitely think I made myself like known enough just just to stay around for as long as I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and I think that part has made me tougher, but, um, you know, like I do also think about like settling down at one point or, um, I mean, I know I still got time, but next year I turn 30. So I probably have to stop with the party antics. Right. So, so being literally being a working comic, being I a would working stand up comedian, that would be great. Would be enough for you. Being a like that or just, uh, maybe opening up my own bar. That okay. would be great. Yeah. You know, maybe give like, I don't know if I would make like an actual comedy club, but like just opening up a bar and giving a space to, um, yeah. you know, some of the comics that I've known for years, you know, just yeah. a way to give back. I but also that. like just having my but if if like that doesn't work, that part doesn't work out. Like, I mean, I would still just love to have like my own little neighborhood bar. Yeah. OK. There's something humbling about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I could see you owning a neighborhood bar. I could see you owning a yeah. great neighborhood I bar, would, John Yeah, my biggest fear about opening up a bar is ending up on Bar Rescue. I think that's just the regular fear. Really? Yeah, like, because you just don't, like, because you watched enough, I think I watched enough episodes of Bar Rescue to be like, okay, maybe I definitely know what not to do <laughs> so yeah. you don't put yourself in that spot. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah. I think you will have a successful bar because you've watched all these episodes of Bar Rescue. It definitely helps a little bit, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. I think all these dreams are achievable for you, John Fox. I really do. Um, and uh, you just got to keep going. The bar one, for sure. The bar yeah. one, for sure. Very achievable. Like, I think I'll have enough money, like, maybe a few years down the line to get started with that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel that. And then I feel if you own a bar and you're uh, providing uh, for the community with comedy and stuff, you'll easily be able to start putting together uh, road gigs and stuff like that. And so you'll be able to piece together yeah. an income out of yeah. those two things. Yeah, it's definitely something like what DeRosa has right now I over guess, on Ludlow. Yeah. yeah. Because he's a working comic and he just opened up his own place. And he has his own okay. place now. Yeah, yeah, you know, the sandwich shop near Black Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to check that place same, out. Same business model. John Fox. Bar. Will you also serve sandwiches? Yeah. I mean, like, definitely, like, there's some sandwich types. Like, I've, I think I watched, like, also, like, enough clips from Guy Fieri to be like, okay, this looks like something cool to, like, to try and make myself. Mm -hmm. Or you just kind of think of stuff in your own head. Okay. I dig. I totally dig. Fair enough. All right. Uh, yay. This has been Waiting for Death with Joe Camerata. My guest today, John Fox. Um, also, I want to start a tradition. Um, instead of plugging what you're going to be doing comedy-wise, I want you to plug something, a book, a show, a piece of art that you want to recommend to the world. Uh, okay, a, a show, a piece of art. Okay. A book, a show, uh, a, an uh, article, anything. Any piece I of art. would definitely recommend, if you're a superhero. A statue to go check out. If anything. you're a superhero fan, I definitely would recommend watching The Boys because it takes the whole superhero concept and turns it upside its head. Okay. Fair enough. The it's boys. on Amazon Prime if you don't if you that have it. is that is John Fox recommendation as to art. Um, so yeah, 
Uh, everyone, again, this has been Waiting for Death with Joe Camerata. Thank you so much. Fun, fun, fun. Bye.